Hey, hey howdy, hey. hey! Welcome, Welcome to the back. Texans Take. All right. All right so, um, um, sadly, I don't think our uh, friend Josiah will be here. Um, he might come in for the second, you know, part two or something, but uh, he is this, not here currently. This, is, this has been a, this has been kind of a busy evening for everybody, and uh, uh, timing wise, just worked out that it's. Just bringing I today. But, I know, right? Oh and at uh, we did we did kind of miss our podcast yesterday altogether. Yeah. And so. seeing how y'all won't be here tomorrow, it's just fitting to kind of. Yeah, I'm actually going back to the fatherland. Uh, Josiah and I are flying back. I mean, actually driving I was about back to, say, to I Austin. You were flying back here. Yeah, we're, but uh, we're going back to Austin for the weekend. So I'll be flying back. Josiah will be heading up to Idaho. Was he? There. Is he going back to see family? Is that what it is? Yeah, we've got yeah. his grandparents' memorial service. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know about that. I knew there was a reason. Now I feel like a, a you know, absent-minded douche. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like I should have known the road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, so, safe, yeah. safe flights back. Which I guess uh, you'll. The airlines are picking back up now, so you'll get to bit, you'll yeah. get to enjoy all that. Uh, Bum fuskies. Yeah. It's only costing me forty bucks. I mean, it's actually costing me more than that because I've already paid for the ticket for uh, you know a while back. Forty bucks. But you know, I canceled a flight, so Southwest just takes all your, you know, all that canceled money and puts it towards your next flight. Well, uh, it was funny because uh, when I'm flying back next month to go see mom and dad, yeah, and uh, I found great plane tickets. I was I was doing, I, I was very proud of myself mm. because I got. Like they were like seventy five bucks a piece, fifty eight if you you know took the the only one bag option, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I called mom. I was like, hey, can y'all pick me up at DFW because I got cheap flights. And and dad's in the background going, no, go to Houston. I'll pay the difference. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm not driving to DFW. Oh, <laughs> So, uh, so I still paid $58 for my plane tickets. <laughs> nice. Dad's just like, uh, yeah, don't, don't know. I'm not, I'm not picking you up there. If you want to get picked up and not walk home, then <laughs> you're going to Houston. Love Field I like the best, I think, as far as the Texas Field, airports yeah. go. As far as Texas very airports, simple. Uh, College Station is good, but it's so expensive to fly in. Yeah. It's a shuttle, it's a smaller airport than Asheville. Yeah, it's just like a two lane, you know, farmers. Yeah, I can't say anything terrible about Austin Bergstrom, it's just not like you know, it's not amazing, right? No, it's just an airport. Yeah, I mean, Honestly, Love Field is just airport, set up very well. The best airport that I've ever been to, and that I'll tell people to fly into, and the airport that I'll be flying into when I leave Austin, Greenville Spartanburg, that in Atlanta. Ah, Atlanta's so big. It's so big, but if you fly in, the way they have they have everything set up so well. Like when you fly in, and Shay yeah, Shay was the one that it told me like this. It's so set up so well because when you fly into this gate, your flight, your connecting flight, is two or three gates down. No, you're right. You're you not. It's there. It whereas in Charlotte, you have to run through four miles. It's a four mile long no, airport. No, no, no. That's Charlotte. I know. I'm talking about. I know, but I'm get, I'm giving the, the oh, two see, different see, I'm giving see, the two different see, uh, you know variants. Greenville Spartanburg is usually it's, quiet. It's nothing it's going on. Pretty exactly. That's what I like about it. It's pretty. And a lot of people don't know that's an international airport. 
Is it really? Yes. So, I don't know that. So the re- well, the reason it's an international airport, there's a lot of politicking that went into that. Oh, really? Because when, yeah, it was, a, what was it, Mercedes or BMW, when they came in down, I think it's, I think it's BMW. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it is. When BMW came in, they would they only built a plant there in uh, in Greer if they were able to make that an international airport and their people could fly straight into there and then go to work. They didn't want the engineers having to go all the way to you know Charlotte or Columbia, yeah, you know, and and that. so they were like the only re- the only way and obviously that area doesn't have a lot of commerce going for them. Mm-hmm. So the object of oh well they'll bring commerce to the area. You know, on all we have to and provide jobs for people, and all we have to do is make this an international airport. Yeah. But yeah, no, it does take international flights, and it's only like two or three international flights a day. But I mean, it's still a lot of people just yeah. think it's a regional airport. I thought yeah, it was for a long time. That's what I thought. But yeah, it's just so quiet, but it's also really pretty, and you know, you can just go in there and leave. You don't need to worry about getting ran over by people. Yeah, it's no, nice it's there. and there's there's very little stress. I oh, I, yeah, I despise so airports for stress. That's that's kind of, and I don't do well in that kind of stress because I don't, I don't know, large crowds of people. This is not my thing. <laughs> Small crowds of people I can do. When we start going into like massive, you know, you have two, three hundred people. I'm just like, braid. I can't watch everybody. And in today's day and age, sadly, you have to be able to watch everybody, or something, something horrible could happen. You know, but uh, but I'll actually be flying into an airport that I haven't flown into. Um, obviously tickets were cheap, but, um, Chicago. I think I've been to the Chicago airport. I think Williams been to Chicago. It's funny. It's spelled, uh, it, the airport monogram or the shortening is ORD. I thought that was Orlando until I like got the confirmation <laughs> for the tickets. Yeah. And then it ended up being Chicago airport, which is, what is the ORD stand I don't for? know. It's, it's the name of the airport. Like, uh, George Bush yeah, Inter- intercontinental is, uh, is you know was it I O A or I I O U something like that yeah and then H O U for Houston is hubby right yeah it's hobby yeah hobby hobby that's it that's hobby thinking hobby yeah yeah hobby's way out there I also didn't know how far hobby was out of the way yeah but airports and travel aside we'll pray for <laughs> we're going into a whole whole literature of subtitles on airports we're which a ones we've been course, <laughs> we were uh, a navigational beacon was a little twisted. That's right. So, got a flock of birds along the way. Anyway, so we get to talk, talk about Hagar and Ishmael today. Father of the Muslim nation. You know what? I think it's Ishmael. For some reason, I keep calling it's it Ishmael. Ishmael. It is Ishmael. Is it? Mm-hmm. I think it's easier to say Ishmael, though. Yeah. Well, you're not pronouncing the whole thing, but... I, I'm not. I'm pronouncing it Texas style. It's kind of like Sturt. Yeah, Sturt, yeah. <laughs> Sturt. It's kind of like saying field, but it's not field. It's, it's filled. Filled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. East Texas, man. You got you to gotta throw that uh, that southern twang in there somewhere. That's right, that's right. <clears throat> hey, I'm I don't, you. I don't you can... feel real good. <laughs> yeah, mine was always windowsill and picture. I always say windowsill and picture. Always, always. You know, I, I, I actually have always done picture correctly, but I, I've tricked a lot of people up with that, and they're like, "Oh wait, I do say picture." I'm like, but why? Yeah, yeah. What are you pouring? A picture of water? <laughs> I guess. Well, so. windowsill. I always, I've up until I started correcting myself and realized that that sounded silly. I always, it was always windowsill. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that makes it's sense. Not, it's not far off. Well, that's not yeah, far you know. off. I, mean, I was yeah, just, you know, it's it's just seal. not the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In practicality, it's still a sealed window. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, so, continue. Well, I guess, man, I guess I'll just go ahead and start reading, huh? So, Hagar and Ishmael. Maybe I'll just say Ishmael. It sounds more authoritarian. I don't know. 16. Now, Sarai... Abram's wife had borne him no children, and she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. And Abram heeded, his, heeded the voice of Sarai. Then Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. After Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, so he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that he had conceived, her mistress became uh, despised in her eyes. I mean, it's, it's kind of the way that It's kind of had it coming. <laughs> it's your idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it's mean, funny. We have an interesting turn of events of, mm -hmm. of women that, you know, they get these ideas follow through and then it's someone else's fault it was kind of it was kind of similar to eve you know oh the serpent made me do it and you put him here in the garden right, right. <laughs> so in a way it's your fault too <laughs> so i mean uh, Not wrong. yeah uh, so i'm i'm getting a pattern here mm -hmm. now in both cases there's another pattern it's not What's like that? the guys were going this is not right no they, they were just like okay yeah sure no, it's, no, you actually. Somebody, I, I never made that. Yeah, they're 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 very much just kind of going with it, and that's why I say, you know, you take that umbrella and you're like, yeah, I'll take the umbrella now, yeah. and then you get to the even more, you know, now we're we're at a more perverted end of that, to where we all have our own umbrellas, right? You know, and that's that's not the way it was intended. Yeah. And in this, in both the case of of Adam and the case of uh, of Abram, there was a moment where you, you, you he was given the option. You can't sit there and, and straight face tell me he wasn't given the option. Just with Adam, he was with her. He could have easily said, "Uh, I'm heading back because I really don't want no part of what you're doing." Like right. it, it could have. Well, that would have been the time to say, "Yo, God, this woman that you gave me." <laughs> yeah, she's uh, no, no, he she's waited. going off course. He already take, took a bite. Then he's like, "Not this woman. It's defective. It's you know? defective." <laughs> <laughs> she gave me the apple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it, it it is. Yeah. It's and and Abram's the same situation. He could have said, "No, you know, get behind me, Satan." You know, but no, he's just like, oh, sounds like a good idea to me. You know, and 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 that's yeah, but that and that's that's actually, you know, when you think about it, obviously it's not the beginning, but it's the first grand introduction to sexual immorality that we have in the Bible. Now, obviously, days of Noah, people were wicked. Yeah, it obviously happened, but I'm just saying our first introduction because this is really before. The Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. So, well, this is our intro. Well, that, it did, but yeah. it didn't give them. It was well, didn't go into detail. No, I guess it didn't go. Into it just detail. said they were incredibly wicked. Yeah, exceedingly wicked. Exceedingly and wicked against the Lord. Yeah. So it doesn't. So this is our first introduction to, to you know, sexual immorality, which oddly making enough, and, yeah, 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 exactly, making yeah. a point that hey, listen here, and then God does that. You know, in the points in the Bible where, you know, those random points are made, it's like oh. That's to be noted, mm -hmm. you know, underline, highlight, mark the page and come back later. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, continue on. So let's see. Hagar, and she conceived, and when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Then Sarai said to Abram, My wrong be upon you. Gee, thanks, woman. I gave my maid, my, my maid into your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between you and me. Um, <clears throat> it's like, wonder why. Yeah, yeah. So Abram said to Sarai, Indeed, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. And when Sarai dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. So the angel of the Lord found her by the spring of water in the wilderness, by the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, where have you come from? And where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself unto her hand. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly, so that they shall not be counted for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man. He shall he his hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are the God who sees. For she said, I also uh, have I also here seen him who sees me. Therefore the well was called Beer Beer Lohai Roy. Observe, it is between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram named his son, whom Hagar, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abraham was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. So there you have it. So interesting to, to note my, uh, my points from several podcasts ago. Uh -huh. But uh, there's, there's the voice of the Lord again, and... And my personal take on that is the, you know, the angel of the Lord was probably, you know, Jesus. If you want to take it out it that way, the word of God, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the way he's always so. presented throughout the, the New Testament, mm -hmm. you know, as being the word. But it is it is very interesting. He asks those uh, those. I already know the answers to the question question. Right. Uh, yeah. Where back where were you? Where were you going? Yeah, where are you? Yeah. Where are you coming back to? You know, uh, yeah, you really can't lie there. It's right. like, uh, <clears throat> yeah. well, at that point, I just gone. You know what? You got me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna continue. You know I'm not gonna continue here. lying. Yeah, you know, it's it's unhelpful. But there's also, you know, an echoing of, uh, you know, your your people will be many. Yeah, uh, your, your uh, which is an interesting promise because it doesn't necessarily sound positive. Your people being many, there's lots of positive you can take uh -huh. from that. But he shall be a wild man, and his hand shall be against every man, mm -hmm. and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. It's, and I mean, that's that's kind of what Islam has become. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't mean to say that, well, you know, it, it is what it is, but I don't mean uh -huh. to say that with all, um, with the, okay, the way it sounded. 
<laughs> I didn't mean to say it the way it sounded, but yeah. it, it is, that's what it's become. So, you know, in, in a way you've got prophecy being uh, shuttered and the prophecy is now coming to play. Yeah. Now, also, we're at a time in, in history that we are, you know, getting more Muslim salvation mm-hmm. than at any other point in history yeah, that's on record, really which is fantastic. Yeah. You know, because... Yeah. It's giving a kind of a redemption story to it because it starts here. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts with Ishmael and goes and goes forward from there. So you're just kind of seeing it come full circle, and you're getting an option to be able to say, "Okay, you know what? We can we can again bring these people into the fold." Right. Yeah, and I want to give a little shout out to just a fantastic book that I've read, and well. I say red. I listen to it on Audible. Yeah, that works. Um, I'll, I'll give you that because I do but, the same um, thing. When yeah. I'm, I'm busy and you want <laughs> right, right. to learn something. You want to enjoy I a book. I read but... in the car. And when I read, I quote unquote read. I'm just listening to a book on Audible. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's a fantastic book. I recommend it to anybody. And it's it was you know very eye-opening because it gave me a lens into the Muslims that I've never seen before. What was the book? It's called... Um, Seeking Allah. Oh yeah, uh, you know Tom. And Tom, Tommy gave Qureshi. that. Yeah, Tommy gave that to me uh, several years ago. Did actually. you read it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. I actually book. read it. Yeah, <laughs> you actually read. It. <laughs> actually read it. <laughs> uh, you know, he, you know, he passed away about, about a year and a half ago. He did, and it the was, book uh, that I got it had a um, had a foreword by Lee Strobel. Um, he did the um, um, the. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what was the series he did? Uh, a case for Christ. A case for Christ. Yeah. He was, he was interesting. He was, he was definitely intriguing. But I, I don't know. I, I think he had a lot of, a lot of good points, and I think he had a lot of bad points. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed his points. I, uh, no, I've never I, gotten the big take on. I, that. I enjoyed, but, uh, I enjoyed his points, but he, yeah. he, he, I don't think he was, he was enti- That's, that's for another time. Yeah, yeah. We'll anyway, go, we'll go through one of his books one yeah. time. I mean, we'll, end, we'll get to a podcast at on that. At the end, it had a little. Uh, um, it had a. Uh, uh, now, a case for Christ. The actual original book was amazing. Yeah, but I felt like he kept going off course a little bit. Oh, maybe. Like so. yeah, with every book, he seemed to veer a little more with questions of the world than mm-hmm. than maybe staying on his. His first book was amazing. I got that. Yeah. I read that. In, uh, I was a junior in high school. Uh-huh. And I had a very, like, a very charismatic um, preacher at the time. He was a youth minister. He was amazing. He was fun, and and that's a, you get people exactly. involved when yeah. you're you're fun. Yeah. And he knew that, so he he went with it. And he handed me that book one day. Was like, uh, read it. And next time I see you, I want you to tell me what it's about. And I was like, oh, crap! I, I hate it when people do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> it means I I can't just like look at. I, I can't used just to, read it. I say, used to I read it. So I used to be really good at this. I had I had a way. So when I was in uh, when I was in still being uh, schooled in public school, um, they would have once a week you'd go in and and they would let you pick out a book from the library there at school, uh-huh. and then they would um, they would make you do a report on it. And uh, I never read any of those books. <laughs> what I did was I what I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was better than that. Uh, I had years and years of Hank the Cowdog built up by this point. Oh, I had listened to every one of them from my father 
reading them to me. So what did I do? I would just go pick out a Hank the Cowdog that I knew. Hey, I'm going to do my report on this. And I'd write my report that evening, and I'd just have it sitting there until the, the next week came around. Well, those are good. Those <laughs> I, knew, uh, I knew exactly what my report was going to be on, and they were always like, finally, one time I was caught. I accidentally left the book at school all week. And the and the teacher realized that it never left my desk Uh-oh. and called me out on it. <laughs> so, Sly boy. Yeah. It it all comes to an end. Yeah. Deception, you know, it all it all comes to an end. But, but anyway, the end of this book, uh, it had a it had an afterword by his wife. Uh, by Koreshi? Wife. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet that was fantastic. It I missed it. I really enjoyed listening. You must have got a newer uh, a it, newer it, version. It was. This this version probably didn't come out too long ago. Um, but it was really fantastic. It had some commentary. Uh, I admire Koreshi. And a couple others. And, uh, well, actually, it was uh, Nabil and I even forget what his friend's name is, the Prodigy of Christ. Um, oh, nah, I, I forgot. But it's, it, it's been, I want to say like, it's James, been probably three or four years since I've listened yeah. to it. Or, but anyway, yeah, but... Um, they're just there having a conversation and just talking about his, you know, because in the book you see it from Nabil's perspective and, it's kind of following him towards Christ. There's mm-hmm. stuff that's left out and stuff like that, you know, to make a narrative. Well, um, I mean, he was raised very, very strict. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, his his household was very much, you're going to get disowned. And if anybody, um, I mean, a, a good a good show of that is if anybody's ever seen, uh, um, now I'm going to draw a blank. You know, you know the thing. I know the thing. The, I do. <laughs> what is that? Uh, where am I going with that? You know where I'm going. What is that? All right, Google. Is that the one that we, uh, Yes, it's the one that it's the one that Martin and Debbie love. What is it? Uh, the power of God, or what is it? Uh, no, it's uh, God is real. No, it's yes, not. that's a different one. No, it is. It's God is real. Really? Yeah, they made two of them. Okay. There goes God is real and God is real too. Okay. And yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. It, that, I think it is God is yeah. real. Yeah. Because I was thinking uh, where the the, the little Muslim, yeah, no, different. Yeah, that's a different one. No, so that where the little the little Muslim girl comes God's to Christ. Not dead. God's not dead. That's, that's what it, it is. God's yeah. Not dead. So I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> <We're combining it. laughs> God's not dead. But no, you know where the the little the little Muslim girl yeah, she yeah, yeah. she comes to Christ and yeah, gets kicked out of her house. That's a very accurate. Yeah. Because that's the way. Like though, that's the way they do it. Had she been in a Muslim company. Uh, country where it was where would would, no she would have she would have been stoned or yeah. beaten to death and, you, know, you know and left in the street I'm not even saying that some of that doesn't go on over here either. no no i'm not but saying it's just that not necessarily legal and and less so less of it happens right. but it is it is definitely a fortunately a over sad reality a of a faux pas about stuff like that you know don't do that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you you can go back to that the the, for, the person who has no sin cast the first stone. Yeah. Uh, I can guarantee you that's not going to be me. Yeah, uh, not interesting. Not that I we haven't were, deserved it we a time or two. We were talking about that the other day in um, Uncle Neil's Bible study. That very, you know, uh, he who has not sinned come past the first. Yeah, stone. what's interesting is that that's not in the oldest manuscript. No, it's not. Yeah, there's a lot of debate about whether it should even be in the Bible at mm-hmm. all. Which, I mean, it does sound Bible-y, but it does make you wonder, because, um, like I said, it's not in the earliest manuscripts. But, um, interesting. Well, and different people wrote the manuscripts, yeah. so there, there is also the question of, uh, 
maybe somebody did hear something that the other person didn't. There is that sure, question sure. because um, now Uncle Neil made the point that it doesn't. It feels kind of inserted. It doesn't feel like now that I will agree it does. Yeah. And there there's a couple spots in the Bible where it does. It feels like they they were trying to shift the views of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's and that's what's interesting because phrasing is is different from version to version. Like the phrasing, if you read that same verse in the King James, um, which by the way, the King James and the ESV uh, are completely different manuscripts that they mm -hmm. used. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. that's why uh, that's why the reformers have gone with the ESV for for many years is because they they feel like the 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 manuscripts they used for the King James and New King James and NIV. Uh, the NIV actually runs off a similar, the same manuscript the as the ESV does. Uh, they just, the NIV leaves a lot of verses out because the people that created the NIV had this very Gnostic view of, well, he said this twice, that must not be important, and took some of this. So there's there's actually 16 Bible verses, you can look them up, that have been reneged. From most, even including, there's, there's about 10 that are reduced in, in the ESV. Um, and they're all in the King James, the yeah. New King James. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. It it's, is, yeah. But um, but yeah, they're completely different manuscripts. I learned that from uh, from Martin because I was giving Martin a really hard time about his NIV because I, I just I'm not a fan, <laughs> not a fan of the NIVs because I know they leave so much out. Uh -huh. and I've always kind of had a yeah a mistrust for the less information right i feel like yeah. that's not right and so i always i gave him a hard time and then i i got an esv uh and and i've never lived that down but <laughs> but i also have like almost one of every type of bible so there there is that i'm i've uh i definitely like the the variety to be able to get where everybody's coming from you gotta just go learn the Hebrew. No, that's that's a that's a step further than I. I'll, I'll call I'll call Bill and Martin when I have those questions. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. It takes a, a lot of time and dedication, and devotion. To, yeah, to it, it, at least four years. At least, at least, and that's just yeah. And then started. you have people like Sid Dyer that are scholars, and they did it for almost ten or twelve. And you're like school for ten or twelve years? Nah, that ain't for me. Yeah. I barely did school in high school, <laughs> and and by that is I just uh, made sure that I, I don't know. My mom says it differently than I say it, but it's the same. It's the same thing, regardless of how it's said. My mom will tell you I didn't use my full potential. I tell people that I worked smarter <laughs> and didn't. I didn't go to the extent that I maybe should have, and she's right. I didn't use my full. So there was very little my entire high school time. There was very little schooling in the high school. So there is that. So we're gonna take a break here, and we'll be right back. Hey, Josiah. We uh we caught the tail end of that, so I think uh, Josiah is on his way, but probably won't uh, probably won't get here in time. But uh, fear not, we will have him on the phone for right. for That's more. Right. I enjoyed I enjoyed having him here far too much, so he's gonna have to 
He's gonna have to make uh, regular appearances. I knew, right? He's gonna have to make regular appearances. He was from... so funny because he was like, you "Hilarious!" Know, I, well, I, I, I said I, we need a third person. Oh, there yeah, you go, know, right? right? But he was saying, you know, I, I don't think I'll be talking much. And oh yeah, kind of like who was talking all the time? He was talking the whole time. He <laughs> apparently has an opinion. It's like, dang, I like this. And a good opinion. Yeah, I liked it. Opinion. Very, very stout. Very honorable. Uh, not, not as stout as my coffee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I like my coffee too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, so, so I took I, I took a humor pill before I, I came. It's also been a very good day, so that that also that is good. It like uh, puts your puts your attitude That's in a little right. bit of a That's different right. place. So, how about the sign of the covenant, chapter seventeen? You want to read a little? You want I, to I, I, I can, I can, I can. Uh, okay, if you want to. I will. I, I, I said I can. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm not well, going to stop you. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you if you want right. to. If you want to continue reading, I'll yeah. just sit here and, and interrupt you. That's fine. You know, every like every couple sentences. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, interrupt me if it's important, but it's like it's the word of God, so every word. Oh wow! Ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd take forever. Anyway, seventeen. When Abram was ninety-nine years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, "I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless." That is wow. To have God come before you, declaring who He is, and saying you walk before me that is something else um, well it also adds a little bit of insight to train of thought derailed previously when it says that was enoch walked with god yeah that adds a that may be shedding a little bit of a light on what he was referring to there right yeah which like i said he said that twice mm-hmm. in the previous uh, in the previous chapters, and so that, that would lead me to believe it's important. Yeah. But now he's circled back around, yeah. and it's like you walk in front of me, you know, walk before me and be righteous. And then it makes you think about it. Wait, is that what he was referring to? Maybe, maybe. There's a whole lot of maybes there, but I'm just saying, most of the time when when God says something, he ta- he comes back around and says something more important. Yeah, like, and I will make my covenant between me and you. That's pretty important. That's that's pretty important. <laughs> oh, that speaks to our salvation anyway. Um, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. And you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram. Aha! This is where it changes. But your name shall be Abraham. So now now what we're going to do is instead of calling him Abraham, we're going to trip up and keep trying to call him Abram. I know. <laughs> we've, done, we've done that the whole time as we keep yeah, calling him Abraham yeah. and then, oh. Wait, wait, it's just Abram. <laughs> Which at some point we will we will need to do a, a series on uh, you know men of the Bible, right? Because yeah. that is, you know, that's that's an important subject to come back and hit, you know, after we complete complete Egypt all of this. Series. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Because um, there's there's enough of them. But your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. 
I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I give you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger. All the land of Canaan is an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. Wow, that is a tall statement right there. Wow. This is where we... It's uh, what I would call a very powerful statement. Yes, yes indeed. It's very powerful. I'm pretty sure that if I was in Abram's... There it is. <laughs> I was in Abraham's that, place. The first I'd be one. on my face too. Wow. Yeah. Altogether, that's, that's pretty... I don't know. It's pretty unique. What's interesting, he... Um, he already made a covenant. So I was trying to think, has Sarah's name been changed yet? So his name, his name was changed first. Yeah, I guess so. Because God also changes her to Sarah. Yeah, yeah. I think he does anyway. You know he does. But, um, but you know, he, uh, he already, he had already made a covenant with Abraham back in chapter 15. And so I guess he's just kind of fleshing it out a little bit more. Maybe making it a little bit more real. I don't know. Um, uh, but anyway. And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins. And it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you and shall be circumcised, every male child in your generations, he who is born in your house or bought with money from any foreigner who is not in your descendant, he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money must be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised child, a male child who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, there you go, there you go. You shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. Which is a lot easier to say. I'm tired of saying Sarai. <laughs> and I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. And Abraham is thinking, so when am I going to get my kid? Huh? <laughs> when, when is this happening? <laughs> it's like, I keep hearing you saying all this, and I still don't see any kid. Okay, you know, when, when, you know. It's like any time now. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Then Abraham fell on his face. And laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? He must not be remembering his father. I was about to say, he's not, uh, hey, he's, he's, he's forgotten. My goodness. Of Although course, he, you know, he probably knows, you know, in his time that yeah. he's probably old because God did say, yeah, you know, I'm going to limit your days yeah. to 120. Yeah. yeah. So, so he knows his time at this point. He's That's like, right. I, um, <clears throat> hey God, I'm, I'm on borrowed time right now. So, um, 
we gonna do this in the next twenty years or? Can't you see Abraham plop <coughs> face down in the dirt, and trying kinda, to laugh at God? Yeah, I know. It comes <laughs> right back up with an insult. I like there wasn't. I can see him. You know, he must have choked on dirt after he laughed. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, then Abraham fell on his face well, we, and laughed. We, we, we would say this is a good example of pride uh-huh. being the the faulty block yeah. in in your character because Abraham had a good bit of it. Yeah, he he yeah. wasn't lacking no. in, the, in the pride category, and that's and the, and that's what gets him and has gotten him in, in quite a bit of trouble. The only time you know it didn't is when he took you know what a hundred and or 318 men and they went to stomping yeah stomping another country but well, the, but also he was doing that not for himself right there, there was a selfless less prideful version of him that was seen there yeah but then the rest of it you do see these little these little hiccups of well i'm just as good <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean and that's probably like i when, suppose i can understand him laughing though i mean definitely understand because obviously with god it's kind of like you know obviously you can do anything that you want but it's just kind of the way that he does things sometimes is not straightforward no and it's like and it's never when we want it to happen exactly you never see it in the time that's what my mom has always given this you know you never see it in the time you know abraham didn't know he wasn't actually going to sacrifice isaac you know, well, but God did say everything was going to be everything was going to be that. okay. Yeah, yeah. And he did trust and, God, and and he, he did. did trust God. But at the same for time, once. you know, yeah, exactly. For once, but he didn't know. Am I gonna, you know? And I've I've heard scholars say this many times, and I think that's probably the best example. Uh, I I think he, with it full intention, had aimed on killing his son, and he was just hoping that God was going to resurrect him. Like that's that's really where I think he was going with that. I've heard several scholars say that, and that'll be fun when we actually get there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 so that's one of those times where you sit there and you go, but he didn't know. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know what was coming. That there was a ram caught in the thicket. Yeah. So, so there is an interesting that I, I guess you do see a like a development of, you know, his pride up and down throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But, I mean. I don't know. I'm just trying to think, you know, I don't really know what kind of a laugh it was. I don't know if it was like, ha, 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 right, right. Like, or if it was like, a, I can't believe you're going to do that. You again? I mean? Are we doing this again? You know? Because it'd basically be like me saying, you know, <laughs> you know, um, Rig, you're going to win the uh, the Le Mans race. All right. With All the Model right. T. Yeah. You know? <laughs> See what I'm saying? You're laughing. It's like, well. That's a, that, that's a valid point. So... <laughs> And it's not even like, you know, if it was God telling me that I was going to win the Le Mans in a Model T Ford. Uh, man, everybody must be breaking probably, down that I would, day. I would be like, you know, okay, then I guess I'm going to win, but <laughs> a Model T. <laughs> what is everybody else racing? Tricycles? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, I guess I see this, you know, there's plenty of room for a little laughter there. You know, I can't imagine that God's up there like, silence. <laughs> you know, it's probably kind of like, yeah. You wait. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's see. Then Abram fell. Thank God it. There it is. Then Abraham. I see. I told him, you we were going to do this the whole time. His face and laughed and said in his heart, 
Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No. Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him, and I will make him fruitful, make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. He shall beget twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this at uh, this set time next year. And so Sarah shall be what ninety one at that yeah. point. Um. Uh, wow. And so yeah, you know, God's like, you know, eh, you shall have a son, and Abraham's like. Oh, okay, well, this is great. <laughs> All right, well, you know, well, and I've already had Ishmael, so I guess, you know, may he bless you. Can you imagine the tension like, no, in that no, house? No, 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 Just imagine the tension in that house. Yeah. Oh, you, you could probably cut it with a knife. Yeah. I mean, there, there, was never a, there was never a dull moment in that household. <laughs> and, you know, the whole time, <laughs> I say this not funny, but it is. The whole time he's probably going, well, you told me to do it. And, and, and meanwhile, God's going, but you didn't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, yeah. you had a role there, Abram. You should have, you should have kept it. That's right. And, yeah. and I think that's a, that's a good and excellent. We're going to, we're going to go with excellent yeah. view of God doing all things for your good. Yeah. Now the cool thing here is, uh, I think How did it, God start this conversation? Say, with come walk with me. Right. right walk know, before me. Walk before me, yeah. Um, and uh, let's see, what did he say exactly? Because it was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be blame, blameless. Yeah. That's a and, statement right uh, there. And so it moves on from there to... Uh, yeah, you old son, but you still gonna have a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How I know we haven't got there, but do you uh, do you remember how old Abraham was when he died? Uh huh. I want to say he was about a hundred and forty-five ish. I could be very wrong, but I'm not sure. So it's 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 definitely started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The decline, because I, I know they keep making a mention of this, but what I've noticed in the previous several chapters, you know, they're making a mention of the people in their 800s and 900s. So I'm like, did they age yeah. every 100 years as we would in a decade? Yeah. You know, was it that kind of an aging thing where you just didn't age for a long period of time? Yeah. And then you did a little bit, and then you didn't, and then you did a little bit? Oh. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things that just boggles my mind. I mean, we, we already talked extensively about this earlier on, but, you know, some of those dudes being born, well, dying 900 plus, like 900, what was it, 60 or 70 years later, um, that would be the same as being born during, you know, 
1066. Oh, I know. Yeah. There's there's like a vast, like you're trying to yeah. get your mind but around think that. think about it. Think about the number of kids you could have between then and now. Well, yeah, it's, and exactly, and it never tells wow. you how many. It just says, and sons and daughters. Yeah, wow. I mean, that would probably, you could populate the world with that right there. Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can make, you know, uh, if you can have, oh, well, there's some people that have had, like, you know, 20 kids in a lifespan. Yeah, I think, about, I what, think the large, I think the years. record right now is, I think, I think there's a lady that had 26 think that's the record yeah that's crazy and that's only in like 30 years we're talking there she was only married for like 30 years so let's extend that to 900 plus years. you're talking she stayed pregnant for 30 years yeah there was never a time where there was never a time where she was going hey it's good to not be pregnant no (laughs) Right, yeah, as soon as she was done with one, she got yeah. on to another. Think about child, you know, uh, 10,348. I probably wouldn't be that, that many. I'd say several hundred. There are probably several, several hundred. hundred. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Honey, you pregnant again? <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. We already talked about that a while back. I like it. And, and I can see I can see the way this, this would happen, you know. Uh, like I've said many times, I'm a big fan of Phil Robertson. Mm. And he talks about, you know, when... When Jace was being born, uh, and Cy, Cy had to go find him. He was fishing on the river. Yeah. When his kid was, you know, when when Kay went to the hospital, and so Cy went and you know hollered at him from the riverbank. He said, "Hey, Kay's about to have your baby," and he's like, "Yep. What do you What do you want me to do about it? It's, uh, that's, that's not my role." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, "What do you want? Uh, what do you want to name him?" And she wants to know what you want to name him because, and, and the way the way Sai always puts it is, uh, "I knew there was no chance of getting him off the lake. There yeah. was no chance. Or he was on a river. It's like I knew there was no chance of doing that. I was just going down there because Kay wanted to know what the name was going to be. And so he said, "I went down there, and and you know, what, 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 what do you want us to name him?" It's like, "Well, name him after you, Sai." <laughs> and, and Phil said that com- in complete jest, <laughs> just because yeah, he said it in complete jest because he didn't he didn't uh, really want to be involved with it. He was just like, yeah, well, this is uh, not my role, right? And uh, and he said uh, so. It's it, Jace's name is Jason Silas Robertson. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and, and the way Cy puts it, he said, I didn't I didn't give him much of an opportunity to say anything else. I just left. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he said. He said I went back and told Kay. Hey, he said name him after me. <laughs> <laughs> and then during during a lot of a lot of Phil's you know bad days, as he puts it, uh, it Jace actually spent time growing up in in size household. So those two are are very much two peas in a pod, and and the way they act and the way they he's like you can't put them in the same room without uh-huh. them arguing because they grew up, you know, he grew up in size house. Wow. <laughs> they couldn't help that we already put an omen on him. We named the boy after him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and move on here. Let's see. Uh, I have blessed him. Behold, I have blessed him, and I will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. He shall beget twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. Then he finished talking with them, and God went up from Abraham. So Abraham took Ishmael his son, 
all who were born in his house, and all who were brought with, bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskins <coughs> that very same day, as God had said to him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, and Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his Oh, that had to be a painful experience. That very same day, Abraham was circumcised in his son Ishmael, and all the men of his house, born in the house, uh, were bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. Well, that would have been a fun couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm just thinking 90 years old. Yeah, I don't know. Well, see, and and you know they, they uh, they circumcise a kid on the seventh day. I don't know. Do you, do you know why? It's the second? No, actually, takes the eighth day. Isn't it? Is it the eighth day? Seventh? Yeah, I thought it was the seventh day. My mom knows. She throws this at me all the time too. Because I think in between times that she tells me, she's forgotten that she tells me. Yeah. And so she goes over it again. But that's because your vitamin K level is the highest. Yeah. That it ever is in your body. That. Yeah. And that and vitamin K does two things. It's a it's a blood clotter and a pain reducer. Right. So it's the highest it will ever be in your life on the seventh day or eighth day, whatever it is. Yeah. That's interesting. So it'll it'll never be that high again. Which is funny because you know a lot of a lot of doctors, you know, they want to to give a kid a vitamin K shot as soon as they're as soon as they're born, and the reason is because they have reduced levels. Well, that's that's fine. They're going to have the highest level of vitamin K that they're ever going to have in their life on the seventh or eighth day. Right. You know, so no no need injecting them with something and, and screw the system up. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta just kind of let it let it do its thing. It knows what it's about to do. Yeah. And I, I think of it kind of like a wave. You know, when a wave starts happening, it recedes greatly and then comes back. Yeah. You know, so it's a it's a weird analogy, I know, but that's that's kind of the way I've always thought out. about it. Yeah, he does. There's there's not a He's got the stuff figured out that you don't want him to know he's got figured out. Yeah. 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 Always so been, always will be. wonder if he was, you know, if babies have always had that vitamin K boost on the eighth day since Adam. I've said that before, too. Or was it from this point? Or was it from this point? Because I only asked because people were also older at Adam's time. The guy was like, yeah, let's, let's bring that down a little bit. Yeah. You know, and so he changed that, you know. Yeah. And so it's not like, My spirit it's, will not, not it's not beyond him. It's not beyond <clears throat> him to change our physiology. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And I, I've actually made that comment before that it was probably, um, obviously God knew from the beginning that he was going to do it, but I, I think it probably started here. Yeah. That's where you see that change because yeah. that's where the covenant's made. Yeah. And so obviously with the covenant, you have to have a little bit of mercy for what's, <laughs> for what's being asked, right, right. So I think I think bit. that was that was started here because that, doesn't he mention something about the the first week or something? Does he? I feel like there's a portion that there is a verse in the Bible that yeah, does mention sure. it, and because that's what my mom is always she researched it after she read that verse. That's when she came out with the yeah. the science behind it. And another example of where science and the Bible go just right there, hand in, in hand, hand, you know. Yeah, I think it's later. I think it's later in Paul when Paul's talking about it. It would be Paul actually. I'd say he, he exactly does, what I was. Thinking. He does come back and say actually, when you're on the eighth find, day. We can find out because I think 
because he says exactly in because uh, he he gives a specific time and that's when my mom actually looked it up. I guess that'd be that be Corinthians. It would be Corinthians. I think it's First Corinthians. Yeah, I'm, I'm First not. Corinthians chapter one. Oops, I passed it. I passed it. There it is. Because he tells everything about him, just kind of his uh, credibility, really. Let's see. Um, does he say? It says somewhere. I'm not finding it. It's in Corinthians. Yeah, <clears throat> probably just reading over it. Thank God that I baptized none of you. Anyway, I'm not seeing it. And maybe maybe it's later on in Corinthians. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I got both of us. Ah. <laughs> I've done it. <clears throat> well, see that, that regardless now that's that's gonna have me. Yeah, that's gonna have me questioning a lot. My question is, did I? Because uh, this is the this is the Bible that I've done all the the writing in. So I'm just wondering if I. You can see what uh, when, when uh, what time in my life that I bought this Bible based on what's what's underlined. That's <laughs> <laughs> all they're going to be hearing is a bunch of paper. Yeah, I know. So I think what we'll do is we're going to find that verse. I think we're gonna we're gonna call it before we run out of time flipping pages on you. And we will we will start the next podcast. We'll probably uh, you'll be back Tuesday, right? You, you'll be back yeah, by then. <clears throat> when are you actually getting back in? Sunday afternoon. You're getting back in Sunday afternoon, so you'll be back in for the podcast Tuesday. So, Definitely. so we'll pick up and we will uh, we'll make that our little goal between now and then. We'll find out where this verse is, mm. and uh, and go ahead and we'll just kind of lead with that since this was already on on topic for next time so we will i think it might actually be in galatians oh okay yeah here it's talking about greeting only one gospel call to apostleship um how many of my contemporaries tradition my fathers please god Yeah, maybe it. Well, hold on. Oh, 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 we're getting somewhere. Well, maybe. Or I might just be lost again. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. We'll find it. Well, we'll find we'll find it. And we'll probably know we'll, where it is. <laughs> yeah, if you do, send send us a message. That way, maybe we can find it quicker. That's right. <laughs> we'll do a little bit of we'll do a little bit of research and uh, 
and we'll uh we'll let you get off this evening and see you next time adios thank y'all for listening to the texans take be sure and follow us on spotify google podcast apple podcasts and more join us next week as we continue going through the bible